Are you ready to know your worth and identity in the body of Christ? Are you ready for kingdom conversations with kingdom people? Welcome to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. I'm your host, Kayla McCall, and I will be guiding you through the word with preaching and teaching and empower you to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Hello and welcome to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. I am your host, Caleb McCall. You are listening to episode 56 today, which is entitled Addiction and Generational Curses. Man, this is going to be some good stuff. I am excited to jump on today and record this episode and be right here with you. Coming from Middle Tennessee, I want to thank you for listening, whatever state it is that you're listening to or whatever country you might be in. I just want to thank you for all the love and support of this ministry and of this show. Uh, It's been incredible to be a part of the Charisma Podcast Network, the Charisma Media Team And uh, just so blessed to be with you guys today. I think this is a topic uh, that that is going to be interesting. I think it's a topic uh, that a lot of people um, ask questions about as well. And then I think there's also another side of the spectrum that's probably never thought of addiction and having this type of issue tied to it, right? Because generational curses are, are in the Bible, they do happen and they do happen to individuals, right? And uh, we we usually tend to only hold the individual who is dealing with the issue responsible. But I think from a biblical standpoint and from a biblical view and from the word of God, I, th- I think we also have to look at every scenario and every situation and evaluate it, and then let's get to the root problem, right? We we got to get to the root problems of issues. That's that's part of the problem with our society. We just like to trim the hedges, right? We just like to, uh, you know, uh, trim the weed, but it keeps coming back. That's why thirty day programs and things of that nature are a revolving doors because it's just doing a little trimming uh, for for a little season, and then eventually it grows back up into being full blown problems again and so that's what we want to avoid and I think this episode today is going to help us uh, to avoid that situation and to get down to the nitty-gritty come on somebody we're going to get down to the root of things today and I am here to talk to you today about how a generational curse can affect the individual who is dealing with an addiction problem that is dealing with a root problem of addiction. You know, we talk about roots. If there's a root, that means somebody planted something a while back. Oh, y'all hear that, don't you? If if there is a root of something, uh, of some sort of plant, whatever, that means that something got planted there a while back. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost all over this right now. There's revelation all over this right now. Um, something was planted if there's a root. So if there's a root of addiction, that means that something was planted there. Now, when it comes to addiction issues, um, you know, first of all, it doesn't discriminate, right? Addiction does not discriminate, doesn't care if you're white, black, poor, rich, come from a good family, don't come from any family. It just does not discriminate. Addiction does not care. And I think one reason behind that is because there's a spirit 
that is tied to addiction. I really truly believe that, that there is a spirit tied to drug addiction, which uh, if you haven't heard the episode on that, I talk about uh, pharmakia and how drug use is actually talked about in the Bible in Galatians 5, where Paul says and uses the word pharmakia. It's where we get our word pharmacy from. It's drugs. If you take a look back at the history of the time and what was going on there, they was taking drugs and even psychedelic drugs and things like that and going into these temples and going into prostitutes and that was their worship you know says this is something crazy you know people really don't think about this but you know when you're out at the club or the bar and you got your hands lifted and you dancing and you singing you know uh you're actually worshiping um but you you just don't know what it is that you're worshiping um but uh you know with these generational curses getting back to that uh most people who have hardcore addiction issues they have grown up in it i'm not saying everybody but a lot of people most people especially the ones that i work with at our recovery center at our faith-based recovery center be the bush ministries um, we deal with people who have been wrapped up in this lifestyle for years and decades and not only that it has been a lifestyle that has been tied into their family history for years and decades and generations. This is where we are getting that terminology for generational curses, right? And I want to go ahead and read a scripture real quick out of Exodus uh, chapter 20 and verse 5, uh, where I want to give us some Bible, right? I want to give us some word. Uh, that will establish what it is that we're talking about and, and what does that mean, right? Generational curse. Exodus chapter 20 verse 5 says, You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. This is where we get this terminology of generational curses. Um, if you grew up in a Christian home or you're a Christian yourself, I'd almost guarantee that you have heard this terminology used about generational curses. If you're not a, a church folk or you've stumbled across this podcast or, or listening, trying to figure out what's going on in your life, or you might have a uh, addiction issue yourself right now, but you have no idea what this means and what this is talking about. I want to explain that to you because this is where God is speaking to Moses here in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 5 where he says this. And what he's talking about is that the sins of a father can be passed down all the way to the third and the fourth generation if somebody does not step up to the plate and break that generational curse with their surrendering to God, with their repentance, with their lifestyle, and also staying free, right? And I'll get to those points here in just a second. But uh, generational curses, it is, it is a definite thing. It is a real thing. It is a real thing. Um. I want to read another scripture here, Judges 9. But when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer of the people of Israel who saved them, Othanel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. So we also see here that generational curses can be broke by an individual stepping up to the plate, right? 
a generational curse could be broke up, uh, broken up by somebody stepping up to the plate. So we understand this and we know this curses that's on the father can be passed down from one generation to the next generation to the next generation. And here's what we have happening um, as well is that you have an individual who's dealing with addiction now or alcoholism now. And you go back and you look a little bit or you do a little bit of research and you find out his dad was an alcoholic and his grandfather was an alcoholic and his great grandfather was an alcoholic. Do you understand where I'm going with this now? So when we talk about generational curses being on the individual who is dealing with the addiction issue, it is a very real thing, my friend, and it takes an individual who is willing to break that curse, who is willing to surrender their life to Christ, walk in repentance, and do all the things that they need to do to break that curse so that it's not passed down um, to, the, to the son or to the daughter. And so, um, you know, I, I do believe this as well, um, that that person, that, that young person, that next generation, once that curse is broke, it's still their job to stay free because they are still susceptible to that generational curse that their family has dealt with. You know, Jesus makes the statement, you get healed and delivered of devils. Watch out because they're going to come back and bring seven more with them that are even stronger than that one. Um, So the enemy is always going to come back and see if your house is swept clean and in order. And if it's not, you know, you can go through deliverance services. You can be anointed with oil. You can have hands laid on you and and folks casting out devils and breaking every generational curse off of you. But it is up to you whether you are going to stay free. Amen. Amen, church. We got to stay free. Um, And so we're talking about generational curses and the individual who is dealing with addiction. And so if we're talking about generational curses and folks that are dealing with addiction, you might be asking yourself, well, oh my goodness, if if this is the case, is this mean that this has been, you know, this sentence has been slapped on me and it is a ultimatum that that, that there's no hope, that there's no breaking this is is this just going to be something that I'm always dealing with in my life? Am I ever going to be able to break this generational curse of divorce or addiction or alcoholism or whatever it might be? You know, there's because there's, that's, you know, the other part of the, the deal we're talking about here when it comes to generational curses. This just doesn't have to do with addiction. Yes, I'm I'm zeroing in on the addiction factor to this, but You know, folks, generational curses are not limited to addiction. I have seen, met, and know so many families that deal with this generational curse of divorce, and it's horrible. Everybody in their family has been divorced. There are so many people in my family that have have been divorced. Um, And so it's uh, generational curses is not limited to addiction. So hear me out when we're discussing this and, and hear me out when we're talking about it today. You know, this is not something that's limited to addiction, although we're zeroing in on the addiction. And so to answer that question for you, if you're wondering that, if you're thinking that, if you're asking yourself the question of, my goodness, I'm looking back on my life right now and my 
my father dealt with this, my grandfather dealt with this, my, my, my mother dealt with this, my grandmother dealt with this, and so on and so forth from generation after generation. We have all dealt with this issue, and my goodness, is there hope for me? Well, I have very, very good news, my friend. There is hope for you, and it is only found in the blood of Jesus Christ. It is only found in calling upon the name of Jesus Christ. It is only found in putting your faith and your trust in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and the perfect plan and the perfect will of Father God for your life and break this generational curse because God has a plan and God has a purpose for you and you walk in and generational curses that are keeping you from your freedom, that are keeping you from your destiny, that are keeping you from your purpose is not what the Lord wants for you. And the moment that you say yes to him, the moment that you can give your life to him and go through some deliverance and break these this junk off of you is the moment that you will never have to bow to any generational curse that has affected your family no matter how long it's been in the family. I feel the Holy Spirit of God on this. Somebody's about to get free today. Come on. It's all about a couple of things that I want to talk to you right now about. And, you know, all right, so if there's a generational curse, how do we break it, Caleb? You might be asking yourself, how how, how do I break this gener- generational recurse? And, and with generational curses in the Old Testament, we always go to the Word of God, right? Generational curses in the Old Testament were always broken off with one simple ingredient at the start. Take a wild guess what that one simple ingredient might be. Oh, that's right. You guessed it. Repentance. Repentance. Repent for the things that you have been caught up in. Repent for this generational curse that you have been engaging in. Repent for the sins of your father or your mother. Repent for the sins of your grandmother or your grandfather. Repent for the sins of your great-grandfather and great-grandmother and ask the Lord for a true repentance to hit your heart and to hit your mind. By the way, repentance, metanu, metanoia in the Greek, it means to change the way that you think. You're not just going to change the way that you think by uh, telling God you're sorry. Let's just say it that way. In order to change the way that you think, you must remove the thing in your mind that makes you think a certain way but not only remove it but you must replace it with something else well what would we replace it with i'll tell you what we would replace it with the word of god come on somebody the word of god we in the church we're real good at telling folks what they ought not to do but i think it'd be good in the church if we started telling folks what to do you know think on whatever is good think on whatever is pure think on whatever is lovely think on whatever is admirable and praiseworthy think on such things i want to be a person who thinks on the things of god who meditates on the word of god night and day and day and night and doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly come on somebody but i'm like a tree that's planted by rivers of living water the word of god is a river of living water come on and so we need the word of God. Amen. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. But first thing, it's repentance, which ties into the renewing of the mind. The second thing, of course, is surrendering your life to Christ. If you want to break a generational curse off of your life, my friend, 
the first two steps is you must repent and surrender your life over to Jesus. When I use that word surrender, it's simply this. Give over your mind, will, and emotions, which is your soul, over to Jesus Christ. Hand your will and your emotions. Your will is what you do. Your emotions is how you feel. Your mind is the way that you think. Hand all three of those things over to Christ and surrender to him. And every generational curse on your life has the opportunity to be cast out and removed from your life. And you never have to be involved or engage with it again. The other part that I would mention to you about breaking generational curses comes from James chapter 5 where he says, If any among you is sick, bring the elders together, anoint their head with oil, and pray for the righteous prayers of the saints availeth much, right? And so when it comes to a generational curse, maybe it looks like doing, of course, those couple of things that I just mentioned, repenting, surrendering your mind, will and emotions to Christ, but also get some solid leaders with you. Go to your church, have the leadership team uh, lay hands on you, anoint you with oil and break every generational curse off of your life. Break every single generational curse off of your life. Um, and that that that's going to be the one one way that uh, you're going to be able to do so. So, you go to your church leadership, have them anoint your head with oil, lay hands on you, pray and believe that you will receive the freedom that the Lord is ready to give you. God wants to give you good gifts. He wants to give you good things. Amen. Uh, Jesus says, if you wicked people know how to give good gifts, how much more will your heavenly father give you the gift of the Holy Ghost? Well, guess where every generational curse has to be broke off of when the Holy Ghost shows up, when the Holy Spirit of God shows up into a situation and then with a generational look, the Holy Ghost don't carry no curses. Holy Spirit is there for your freedom. Amen. So Galatians 5 1 it's a very powerful scripture in the word of God. I, I love that scripture. It's one of my favorite scriptures. Um, where uh, Paul there, he says, it is because of Christ that you have been made free. Now stand fast, therefore, in that freedom. Translation there for what it is that is being said is, okay, Christ Jesus set you free. Now it's time to stay free. Come on, somebody. I wish there'd be some people listening to this podcast that would push uh, somebody over in the cubicle next to him and say, you better stay free, stay free, stay free. Jesus came to set you free. Now it's up to you whether you stay free. This stuff got to start being preached in the church. Come on, right? I mean, you know, we always talking about how Jesus sets us free. That's true. He does. And he's the only reason why it's even possible. But can I tell you right now, it's up to you in your partnership with the Holy Spirit about how free that you stay because you have a free will and you can get out there and act foolish and you can get out there and get back to entertaining demons and all your past uh, generational curses and all your past junk that you had going on and revert and go right back to doing what you was doing before. I do not encourage you to do that. So part three or four there would be stay free get free stay free how do you stay free in constant communion and fellowship with the holy spirit by reading your word and renewing your mind by look, uh, plugging into the local body of christ and having accountability come on come on this is some good stuff right here the church has to understand this and we need to hear it so 
Let's go through those one more time. Repentance, surrender. Have the leaders of the church lay hands on you, anoint your head with oil, and then stay free. Come on. You know, when it comes to addiction, I did want to share this before I close and pray with you today. You know, some people act like addiction is hereditary. There's even uh, people that talk about homosexuality as a hereditary problem or a biological issue. And I'm going to challenge that today. Um, that those two issues, not saying every single time, but I would say a lot of the time what we in the church are dealing with is generational curses and the church for some reason we have forgotten this so so when it comes to the the homosexuality thing when it comes to when it comes to the homosexuality thing almost i guarantee you almost every single one of them they have homosexual family members generational curse when it comes to the person dealing with hardcore addiction almost every time there's folks in their family that deal with addiction issues can I help you today? Generational curse. I want to pray with you, the listener today, just in case you are dealing with any of these issues or you're dealing with addiction or you have a family member who's lost an addiction or homosexuality or just sin that you know is a generational curse. I want to pray with you today. And I am believing for the Holy Spirit to reverse the curse because of the finished work of the cross on your life and in your family today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for the opportunity for the listener today who is hearing to to get to a place of freedom. Christ, you came to set us free. And your word says in Galatians 5, now we are to stand fast, therefore, in that freedom, a.k.a. stay free. But Holy Ghost, I'm asking right now that you would go to these individuals who are dealing with these issues and that you. I speak and command and decree generational curses upon the individuals listening today are broken right now in the mighty unmatchable name of Jesus. Generational curses of addiction, generational curses of divorce, generational curses of lust and fornication, generational curses of pornography, generational curses of bad finances, generational curses of business failure right now be reversed in the name of Jesus to the listener.